the high peaks of the Rocky Mountains, Denver's Adult Industry Podcast. So fold up your dollars and knock back a beer. Next on Stage One. see that happen i'm like okay. oh we're gonna have so many problems yeah i, I don't mean feminist in the I'm, I'm talking about third wave feminist the worst kind yeah i'm okay with you know the earlier versions yeah like real real feminists ones yeah, that want to be equal but yeah want, dude i'm good with equality yeah yeah, yeah the, the, you know, if they want to hold the door open they're gonna hold the door open you know they don't I, need anybody but they do i appreciate. am a gentleman i open the door for everyone okay i even open the door for dudes and especially older folks yeah okay and yes women now if you're gonna be a bitch yeah okay you open your own goddamn door yeah (laughs) i'm just saying ladies and gentlemen this is a special episode kind of more like a bonus episode for next on stage bonus ding 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 today we have two guest speakers we have returning again we have Aaron and we have Big D. Big D is our sound guy and he's gonna be chiming in today. Say Big hi Big D. D. What's up? <laughs> he is the man that may, or is making our audio so sound so, so much fitting. better. Yes. Uh, I so obviously much. didn't know what I was doing. I have no, no. clue what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it really good. really sounds good. Everybody's been <laughs> remarking um, about the difference. Oh, a yeah. difference. oh yeah. Yeah. This episode, we are going to be talking about a point that was hit on the last one. We kind of talked about 18-year-olds in the club, males. Okay, this episode, we kind of want to know, is it a double standard to allow your, your son or your daughter to be in the club? How would you react? What would you do? Why? Wow, this is going to be a good one. This right. is going to be a good and, one. And, and, and at least one or two of us is going to get hate mail on this. Okay? <laughs> it's going to happen because principles have changed. Okay? Yes. Yes. Um, and I am of the belief, sorry, no. but um, I'm okay with my 18-year-old son or even my 17-year-old son sneaking into the strip club. I'm okay with that if I catch him, okay? Um, and we're talking about a stern chastising on the way home, but... Maybe a high five. Like, you go, son. <laughs> you know? Um, and and that's, a, that's honestly, I believe, a bonding experience between a father and his son, you know? Um, I can see The it. blossoming of youth, okay? When, when a young man is noticing the opposite sex. Would you feel that same way? If it was your daughter. Hell to the fuck now. See, now that's what we're talking about. That's what we're talking about. Is sort of a, not just a double standard yeah. in in the industry, but a double standard in how we see our children yeah. and our youth. Yeah. You know, um, those things are, are quite prevalent. Like we want, as adults, we want to protect the us good people. We want right. to protect our young, sweet Beautiful daughters, nieces, you know, nephews, whatever, sons, whatever. Right. But it's it's us that have been in the industry actually care and want to see the good that come out of it. Right. For 
our future female generation. Now, Aaron said something very interesting you know, to that effect. And I'll, you know, instead of paraphrasing, I'll allow you to, you, you to state what you had talked about a couple of minutes ago um, about running up on stage. If you saw your 18-year-old daughter up on stage, you run up there with a blanket and throw it over her. And I kind of agree with that. <laughs> Absolutely. Is that how it would go down? Should I'm, just be I'm like running there quicker than shit. Yeah, I do. Throw raincoat over and carry her out. Yeah, yeah, uh, no, and, and it's just a different. And what about what about if if you had boys? Yeah, would you do the same for them? What if they were male dancers? Ooh, Ooh. I'd be okay with it. Yeah, you'd be okay with that. Yeah, yeah. but but you're sometimes just... I I feel sometimes sorry I have to have a double standard. I mean it's it is what it is. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel like I'm the protector of my daughter. Right. right. If she was in a male strip club, have at it. Right. Go have fun. Wow. Okay. So, oh, they, but if okay. she was up on stage, it ain't happening. Is that because like the innocence, or is that because just just because the feelings of you being her father? The visceral feeling of being her protector, absolutely. Like. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that extends to it's anyone in that, that family too. Because if I saw about. my niece up there, you know, yeah, same same thing, you yeah. know. Um, and then a phone call to her mother. You know what your daughter's doing? Yep. You know? <laughs> so I think that's probably why some strippers, when they see relatives, right. they run and hide in the back. And that's the that's the entire point of a station name, which actually surprises me when I see advertisements of clubs sometimes with a girl featured in it. Yeah. Um, now, now, and I don't want to be hypocritical because we've run a number of um uh covers in magazines back when back when our agency was open mm-hmm. years ago um but we talked to those girls and they had to make a disciplined informed decision on whether or not they wanted to be on there you know because right. uh, you know hey um yes your dad your cousin your brother um they gonna see it too yeah okay? um as golden boy as you think your dad is he's gonna stumble on this shit because it happens. Right. You know. Um, so maybe there is a double standard. Um, D, what what do you what are your thoughts on it? You you have a daughter. I have a stepdaughter, yes. Okay. Um, but what are your feelings on, you know, that double standard? What 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 do you think? Do you think that um, it's acceptable to, to hold it to that standard where, you know, if you have a son it's okay for him to be in a strip club, but if it's uh, your daughter, it's like, Whoa, what the shit? Well, there's definitely gonna always be a double standard, I think, there with Almost any male parent, right? Um, but whether you have a, fa- uh, you know, a son or a daughter, to me, I would hope that if they're in that industry, they're not in that industry because they have to be. They're yeah. in that industry because they want to be. I, and I would also hope that I would I've raised them in a way, probably to, to try and stay away from that industry and, and be looking at something bigger down the line, a bigger picture, right? Than that, um, and I would hope that financially I would have them at a point when they're young that they wouldn't have to rely on dancing or doing something like that that they didn't want to do to make to make rent. I would, right. And I think uh, I think with a lot of this is is now with uh, the single so many single moms that they have children and the fathers for whatever reason are no longer in the picture and they have to support themselves and a child and. Sometimes these girls get, I think, dragged down into the industry, not wanting to, but wanting just to provide for their children so much that they will do whatever it takes to provide for them. Yeah. That's really interesting. 
that's that's what happened to me. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but, but I, you had to. I had you know, to. We were there, just talking about that um, when when we had those podcasters asking you questions, and you absolutely. said at a point that you you had to, and it's quick quick money. Well, yeah, there's a lot of opportunities. I, I had to. I didn't want to, but then eventually, when I got good at my craft, I wanted to. Right. You know, hmm. and it just kind of led to um, more of a show, more of an entertainer thing. But at the beginning, I had no skills. None. I have, I have skills now, but I right. don't, didn't then. Well, and as a mother of an adult male, right, and a a younger daughter and a stepson, mm-hmm. it's it's different. It's to look back and and see what these could these kids could turn out to be. You know. Well, see, the thing is, that I, and I find this very interesting in conversation because, as I previously stated, and I hate repeating myself, but I do. I'm going to do it again. Okay. Um, is we all have dirt. Everyone of us says dirt. Okay. Um, and even, even your mom and your aunt may have had done or been in an industry that wasn't seen as being clean back in its time or its, yeah. in its day Maybe. or it was frowned upon. That they didn't express with you. Now, I'm hoping that I've, I'm able to be here for my nephews if and when they ever decide to, if it, if it ever becomes an option that they ever want to step up on stage or if anyone in, within my family decides they want to go into the adult industry. Now, in my family, there's only two of us. Um, yeah. It was myself and um, another, uh, one of my cousins, and she's a dominatrix, and she's kept that on the down low. And the only reason I know is, once again, about industry. We talk to each other. Everybody you know, talks, right? yeah. Right. Um, so so we know who each other are. Um, so we've had a number of conversations about this. And the thing is, is that I do have um, the capacity to be able to talk to my children about this if this had to become an option for them. But as, as Big D just expressed, is as a father, I'm hoping that I'm able to provide enough where you don't have to do this. Right. You know, um, it's a great thing to have that there is an option if you need it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, Plenty of options, yeah. Um, and, and as I've said before, and we both kind of agreed on, uh, even when it comes to serving, you know, um, you have to do some kind of one week or two week, you know, training, you know, waiting on that check before you even start making tips out of there on the floor. Um, in a strip club, you really don't have to do that, you know. Yeah. Um, you're basically on stage that first night, you know, that you're working, and um, you're making, you, yeah, you either you either sink or you float. You know, <laughs> That's um, true. but you make money that night, you know, and even if it isn't a good night, if you make it through the week, you know, eventually you, if you manage your well, your money well enough, yeah, that's enough to pay for food and rent for you and your family right. and your child. So what do you think? Um, I don't yeah. know. I mean, um, it's, it's, it's out, it's hard to outweigh the good and the bad sometimes. Right. Well, my daughter is 16, coming of age, and she's she's already gorgeous. Right. She's already dropped dead. I'm like, oh, my God, get another shotgun. Get ready. You know, here she comes. But she's she likes to wear the baggy shirts and everything. I'm like, look, books, high school, get all of this done before you decide to do anything with your life. Right. Before you you know, lay in a bed with another man, you know, that, you know, the big things, the things that should be taught to a child. And I, 
I can't fathom, like, probably could fathom her dancing. I don't want her to dance. I, I don't, as a mom, I don't want her to dance. But if, but when it comes to the extreme or the levels within the adult entertainment arena, I would prefer, you know, that she be doing that versus, you know, whatever yeah. else is in the spectrum. Right. That's kind of the more lighthearted yeah, aspect of the game. Yeah, I, I, I want her to... I don't want her to. I don't want her to do it, but right. I want her to make her own decisions when she's of age to do that sort of thing. I don't want her to be forced into it. I don't want her to, you know, look at it in a negative light. But I want her to be in there with her eyes open if she was to choose to do it. And it's always different. It's one thing when you're paying rent and feeding families. It's another thing when you're doing it for drugs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or the latest iPhone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Or not even so much the latest iPhone, but if you have an addiction that's requiring you. And I guess an iPhone could also be considered an addiction mm-hmm. in a way nowadays. We're all on them constantly. Right. So it's if an addiction is leading you in, into a life like this, it's never going to end out well. No. You right. need, they need to get that addiction treated and figure that out before before anything else. Well, I've always said this isn't a career. No, um, but you know, it is. And, 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 and all of us have a shelf life in this. It's just, right. that's just, that's just what it is. Right. You know? um, with, with female dancers, it's a very shortened shelf life at which, at which they're working at their, their most optimum they're prime. So you're saying I shouldn't open that cougar strip club I was thinking of? It, it won't, it won't work wow. as well as you think. I, I know Gilf's is the latest <laughs> fashion. Remember when I when I suggested that we open up a strip club, you and me, mm-hmm. and, I was, and I was throwing around the name Bucks and Bitches, and you're like, that is a terrible strip club It's a terrible name. I love that. And I, I still, still love that name. I still think that's terrible. I love it. But, it. but it can only work in like rural areas. You couldn't do a Bucks and Bitches. You don't bitch- have to be a mechanical bull in that barn. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> you couldn't do Bucks and Bitches in Cal- of California. <laughs> but along with that, along with that, that shortened, that shortened shelf life, Pixie, you know, because a male dancer's is short as well, but, right. and, but only for very few of us, because I know of a number of guys that are older. You know, right. and, and women love mature men. They can actually pull it off. Um, yeah. But on the other end, I don't see as many female dancers that are still in the game working at their best. You know what I mean? Right. There are not many of them that could pull off the 45 within the 45, 50. So it's not a career is what I'm saying. Right. You make money as quickly as you can. Get you know, It's a stepping stone to Go get to college, what you need next. Figure out your life. Pay off your bills. Move as quickly and save as much money as possible. And that's... You know, and I offered that too. You know, with 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 striptease, it kind of keeps your face off of the map as well. Because especially in this day of the internet, you know, once it's on the internet, it's out there. Yeah. Anybody can see that. You know, you don't see. Yeah, you're seventy five years old. Your tickets are still up there. It'd be a whole new game now because, like you said, everything is out there. Right? Yeah. When I grew up, oh, I did a lot of stupid stuff, but it's not out there anymore because there wasn't a phone on me with a camera right, right. there. Yeah, it was like a Sears catalog. Yeah, wasn't it? Those Polaroids, <laughs> those Polaroids are lost. They burned in the fire. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think? Uh, is so is the male side of the industry even a big thing? Like to me, it was never an option because I didn't know it really existed. I mean, well, well it than, is, but it's very specific, you know. And you have to go out looking for it, you know. Um, with the thing with the with the female side of the game is, it's always going to be it's there. always, it's always there, like be it's, prominent. Yeah, men no are problem. always hungry for that kind of a thing. Yeah. But when it comes to the 
that the men's side of the equation when it comes to females wanting is a special occasion type thing. So it's not always a thing. You know, it's a bachelorette party that happens every once in a while. It's a special feature at a club exactly. where they have male dancers there. Or it's a Chippendales fellas. And once again, they're not working every day. You know, yeah. and they're working once every, you know, they do a show every once in a while. Right. So it's yeah. different for us. But once again, their shelf life is expanded. And when I'm, I know one dancer that's over at uh, one of the larger clubs, and he's been there for years. Mm-hmm. Um, he has the name of a famous comic book character. It's all I will say. Um, <laughs> and he's an older man, and he's very refined as well. Me, I think he should retire a long time ago, but he keeps his package looking good. Yeah. Um, you know, he's got that Sean Cry. He's always had had that refined, older, rugged look about him. He's able to pull that Women off. love that. You know, so but at the same time, this that's rare. Yeah, that's very rare. So you just getting into this just to do it? You know, I would say anyone at a young age should really, really think about it. You yeah. Know? I, um, with with my son being able to go into the strip club, he has no want. No need. Right. He doesn't even drink. He doesn't smoke. He doesn't do drugs, any of that. He does. He he couldn't even be thought of to look at a woman like that. And Why is that? I Honestly, I don't know. I, I should bring him in, but he won't be on this show. I, I'm real curious to know what the difference is between the generations now. You know, we kind yeah. of went there as kind of a male bonding thing. Once again, mm-hmm. I call... A TNA bar, the gentleman's club, because that's kind of what it is. Guys right. got together to hang out and, yeah, look at sports and some teas. Yeah, my son would, wouldn't be caught dead. Wow. He, he w- wouldn't even think twice about going. He he wouldn't be a dancer. He wouldn't go. He wouldn't, he wouldn't even, the thought wouldn't even ever occur into his brain. Have you talked to the younger females that you've worked with over at the clubs? What are their feelings on male dancing or entertainment? I've never never asked them. I should ask. We should go in and ask. (laughs) Yeah. I want to know if they're even in. Because I'm wondering, uh, Aaron said a very, very good fact. Is that a big thing now? I don't know. I haven't been on stage in years. It was a big thing back in the 90s, early 2000s, early aughts. But now? Well, my sister goes. She goes to those... um, men's uh kind of like a chippendales kind of thing yeah i think in. the men of rain was yeah yeah on. she yeah. goes to those but my mom goes to those they so they're still in operation so, yeah. you get your occasional yeah but it's shop. more of a fanfare like i know you can buy a t-shirt and a and a and a poster or something and they'll sign it and it's a whole big i've never been yes. I, I have no desire to go see male dancers but my mom and my sister whoa let's go they're like, okay, if that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. But it never interested me. We have got to get some other female dancers on here and have a I real know. good discussion about that. That would be interesting. Yeah. yeah. I'm real curious about that, what their feelings are on that. So, Aaron, you you would let your son get up there and dance? I mean, if it was out of, I don't think my son would ever be in the position to have to do it. Right. Like, I know he wouldn't. Because I've raised my kids that way, but my right. boys that way. Right. But if he wants to go have fun and See? shake his weenie, um, <laughs> <laughs> but you would feel as though it would be more of a fun thing for him and for him, and not more. Yeah, it'd be more of like a, a novelist idea. Like he's right. Yeah. Not a necessity. Okay. okay. Yeah. And what he, you he's thinking, thinking about 
you know, being an engineer or, you know, bigger things. Right. Then, He's on a different path. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Okay. And I think that's, that's our thought, you know, that because we're such a different generation that we... Yeah. Maybe if the option, I don't mean to interrupt you, maybe if the <laughs> option was there, you'd have less guys out on the street hustling drugs hmm. or, hmm. you know, doing, breaking the law in ways that, I mean, I would... I would let my 17-year-old go, son. Right. I'd rather him be doing that than selling 17? drugs. 17? Or, you know. <laughs> you know not legal. But if you can get legal. away with it. But. Yeah, a little older. Eight, 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 eight. 18. 18. 18. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah. What about you, uh, Big D? Would you let your son? Well, 18 be his choice, not mine. Oh, see. Yeah. So. Yeah, are we. He's a grown man at that point. Yeah. I mean, okay, now here's the reality. Into a man. He's a young man. Here's yeah, the reality no, no. of, of the situation here, gentlemen, and this, this is kind of the fucked up part. And you're really going to hate this this line this line of reasoning, okay? Because uh, one of the things is a lot of people just don't know when it comes to the entertainment business is that we make more money dancing for men, and that becomes an option in many an entertainer's life. If he's working in the uh, circuit for dancing for women, eventually he's going to be approached with an eight for from an agency or a club that, or it becomes an option that he can dance in a gay club where the money is better. So that being said, if your 18 year old son was on stage and I'm not sure how our listeners are going to, but, but just something that's interesting, would you be okay with that? Absolutely. Why not? I mean, like I said, as long as it, he's not doing it on necessity mm-hmm. and it's a stepping stone onto something else. I mean, I look back at my 20s and I can't, I, I can't say no to some thing or some of the stuff I did in my 20s would be pretty hypocritical of me to say, hey, you know, you're still young, you're still figuring out life, go explore life, hmm. enjoy it, and then you, you'll figure out your path a little later down the road. Nobody has to figure out their path in their early 20s. Nobody should figure out their path in their early 20s. time, like 20 years old, I don't even remember. I'm, I'm completely okay with letting my son dance for other men. Whatever, that's your body. Mm-hmm. I you I cannot tell you what you do in your own bedroom. Because it is, well, not so bedroom, because standard. it's a viewing Bedro- of the body. Bedroom, stage, whatever your entertainment like atmosphere is. I'm not going to tell you what to do with your own body as a male or as a female. Okay. But I do have that protective mom nature that's like, no, you really shouldn't do this. Or no, that's going to, you know, when my son says I'm going to go out and I'm going to go downtown Denver, I'm like, tonight, did you look at the news? I'm like, I'm still, I'm still going to protect, but more of a... Why don't why don't you just be safe if you get into a trouble? Call me and I'll help you get out of the situation, kind of mom. Right. No, I get that. I get that, and it's gonna be it's good for you if that ever does. Hopefully, that doesn't happen with your kids. Would this becomes a question? I, but at least you're the mom that can answer these questions. If right. it ever turns out that you you because here's the thing: every kid thinks that they're hiding their shit from their their parents. You're not hiding nothing from your parents. Yeah, your parents eventually anything. find out that you're, as much as you try to keep it on the down low, eventually mom or dad is going to find out. It, right. it happens. Okay? And I so rather, come and expect that. I'd rather be the parent that they can come and talk to when shit goes wrong. Right. Because I can fix things if I know what's going on. I can't fix anything if you're hiding or you're going someplace else 
and you're doing something else. I'm like, I can't fix any of that. And I also like to be, to know that my kids can fix it on their own without me. Right. Jesting, but what happens, because here's, here's another question that I have for you <laughs> that kind of leads in from that discussion, um, where, where you're saying that you want to know so that you, you want to make sure that they're safe, you know, that right. kind of thing. But what if your kid is a fucking dumbass? You know, and, 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 and I hate to put it that way, you know, it, I know it's it mean and it sounds mean, no, no, okay, it's not mean. Um, but both of us actually, and I, you know, um, Big D, we've never really asked how much you know about people in the adult game. So eventually one day we'll have to come back to that conversation. But of the three of us that have met entertainers and met other doormen, met other security people, some of them are stupid as hell. Yes. Yes. You yes. know, so if you got an 18 year old dumbass, yeah, you know what well, I mean? I know 40 year old dumbasses, you know, <laughs> because the industry is rampant with drugs that and, comes with the game and predators, right? Oh, yeah, female and male predators, right. right? They're they're everywhere, right? Not everybody has your best intention, exactly. So if you go in there naive, you're more likely to wind up in the wrong spot, wind up in the wrong club, wind up with the wrong drugs. You know, anything can happen. And that's the protective nature that a parent goes through and worries about. Without letting your kid know that he's a dumbass. Yeah. Or she. Or she. <laughs> we, we've all done dumb things all the time. <laughs> no, but I mean really dumb. Yeah. You know, I think that comes, comes down to the parenting. Like, there's really no bad kids. It's bad parenting well no and i'm not saying there are no bad kids um what i'm saying is some kids are stupid and i hate to put it that way but i'm just being honest with you and you have to be honest as well some kids some kids are dumb okay um and they grow into dumb adults and we've known dumb adults okay some people are just it's fucked up I'm sorry. I'm not PC. Okay. <laughs> some people, okay, I'm yeah. not saying all people, but some people you just like question mark over their head, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and as a parent, now I don't have kids, so I, I couldn't tell you. All right? right. But I've heard parents say things like, I love my kids, but sometimes I really don't fucking like them. You know? <laughs> um, and I've heard parents say, my kid isn't, he's a dumbass. Well, I don't, I don't want a kid that, I don't want an agreeable kid. I want a kid that's going to challenge the system, that's going to figure things out, that's going to learn. If you don't fall on your face once in a while, you never learn. Right, but I feel as though if we, we allow that type of a person to get on the pole, maybe they're just not going to, it's not going to be good for them. It's going to be detrimental. But there. There's a question. Mm. Do we use our moral superiority to protect the dumb? No. We let them fall on their face. <laughs> All right. Sometimes I guess you do have to fall on your face. That's a good point. Yeah, that's a good way of learning. Yeah. Or not to do it again, that's for sure. Seek failure. Or you listen to his podcast like this and, and you make your own decisions. You're like, fuck that. <laughs> yeah. um, because I'm not saying it I'm not saying this is a bad profession and and we've met some really cool people and we've talked about in our podcast people have gone on to have families and and kids and husbands now whether or not their husbands know what they did in the past i don't know and that's a discussion for another for another podcast and that's something that these ladies are problem is up to them on whether or not they want to share that information 
I think it's a great thing that um, Big D knows that you used to be a dancer and he's comfortable with that. I've dated a number of dancers. Right. Um, but, you know, in this day and age, is that is this still a negative stigma? So when somebody's 18 years old, is this still something that they should get into, regardless of whether or not they have a child? I, I, so that That's the question, you know. It worked out for me, but sometimes I don't think it's going to work out for everyone. Right. I mean, we're all different with our own different experiences. We're, you kind of got to be a misfit to be in this crowd. Oh, yeah. it, none of us are fluffy white. We're more like a sparkly gray, you know. <laughs> a Twilight <laughs> reference, Pixie? I, I never read the books or seen a movie. Oh, so. thank goodness. I know. My no. vampires eat people. So that's <laughs> fine. Dustin, I mean, Big D. What? You like the sparkly vampire books, don't you? I read the first one. See? Yeah. Uh, uh. It was the only thing available in jail at the time. Ooh. Wow, yeah. talk about decisions. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's uh, turn the, the microphone and the spotlight on to Big D. Big D, I want to have the audience ask. We're going to ask you some questions. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. 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 What is it like having to live with Pixie? <laughs> <laughs> Never a dull moment. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, is it hard to maintain a relationship with somebody who used to be in the adult industry? Is it hard? No, not hard. Um, it, in order to, to date, you have to... You have to have some self-confidence in yourself. And the biggest thing, I think, with uh, dating strippers or anybody in the adult industry is uh, you just can't get, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, <laughs> Keep talking. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we'll come to that. Jealous. Way. There we go. Okay. It, it's a jealousy thing. If, if you're somebody who is easily jealous and things like that, easily trigger you you should not be dating a dancer mm. yeah totally when you're dating a dancer you should not be going into the club of the da of, of where you're <laughs> no significant other works because that between that and alcohol and you do not want to see that no nope. you just stay away and you just kind of keep it out of the back of the mind and you have to have full trust in the person that you're dating and by the same time that girl better not be dirty dude you know because that's a lot of, that's a lot that you put you into should, a person you should date your dancer before you decide to move in with your dancer oh, <laughs> it's, it's like owning well not owning it's like having a wild like animal in your house well a lot of people say that you can't turn a dancer into a housewife okay no, like, you... no, you can't. You can't. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, my secret's out. <laughs> I, I've, I've, I had a relationship with Kylie, and mm -hmm. um, I met her in the industry, but I was also in the industry. I was a manager of a one strip club, and after work, I was sometimes going to her strip club. Mm -hmm. So we met through that, um, and we were together for three years, and actually, I think that one would have worked. We've mm -hmm. talked about that in the past. Um, the other ones have just been flings. Okay, up until she, she, who shall not be named, and that was a seven-year tra tragic mistake. <laughs> so it's hard for me to even say which way I would even swing on that one. I, I don't, I'm not sure, you know, because on one hand, I had an awesome woman. You know, she was a very, she was a great lady, um, and she was a dancer, and she was really, really down to earth, and I could trust her. 
Um, and then the other one, not. So I think the best way um, Mary could dance is you, you should know her real name before her stage name. Well, I'm not going to say <laughs> a real name on the podcast. No, no, but I'm saying as somebody who, no, as somebody who, when you're dancing, oh, yeah, you, you, you should not meet that person and know them for a month as one name and not their real name. Right. If, if, if that's the way it goes, the relationship's probably not going to work out. You should at least, within a reasonable time, know their real name. And, and when you're talking, like for me, when I'm talking about my, when I hear her stage name, it throws me off because I know her as her real name. Right. And I've always yeah. known her as her real name. Even when the, the few times I would go in, I would go in the club and just kind of hang out because by this time we had, we had been together for years and it didn't matter more. I knew a lot of the people that she worked with in the My club. doorman. The doorman. We had Manager. stuff like that hung out. So I would go in once in a while at the end. But when people would say her stage name, it always caught me off guard because I've always always known her by her real name. And you know what? That's really, really funny. And that's a whole other topic for another show That because we do do that. Yeah, um, yeah. Dancers do that, you know. Um, yeah. I've had that, and new dancers have said that to, to me in the past. Someone that was brand new in the game, you know, and then that we see our conversations between each other, even outside of work, and go, why are you calling that person by their stage name? I'm like, just, that's just what we do. That's what we know each other as. When you go 20 years calling Mr. J, yeah. J, that's all you call him. Right. You don't call him by his real name. Because I, mean, I, I know Pixie's name. You yeah. know, but I'm so used to, I mean, years upon years upon years, that, that's always been Pixie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, that I kind of identify her as that, you know, yeah. um, and, and I have to catch myself if I were to talk to someone that was outside of the arena, you know, because right. they, they go, oh, you know, oh, blah, blah, blah. You yeah. know, and they would get that. Yeah. That's, but I've always kind of liked that. One thing I don't like about having my significant other at the bar hmm. is all of my friends decide to get my husband drunk at the bar they're like oh is that your husband well bring him over here let me buy him a beer he'll go in and not he'll, he'll have he'll be like two bar two beers on his tab and be sloshed and is and is this supposed to be driving you home on these right. days <laughs> so as soon as he shows up i can't drink no more now i'm the now DD. your night is messed up now i'm the dd now not only do i have to work and get everything together. But now, I I try not to get jealous. Right. Like my husband's sitting there at the bar, at the corner. He's drinking beers. He's having a good time. And here comes this slur. I know she's a slur. I know she gives the gentleman's handshake. Oh, for those of you who don't know what a gentleman's handshake, that is when a woman walks up to a man and grabs him by his dick. I hate that. I hate that. I really and I've hate seen it. that. I've seen it. And I've seen it. And I'll just watch it. It's like a tornado. And it's just coming in. It's got, <laughs> it's got multiple trajectories. And it could go anywhere. And it could hit my husband. Well, don't worry. I'm just as uncomfortable with that as you. That pisses me <laughs> off so much. I'm like, hey. 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 My wife's right over there, please. Thank you. This is not suitable for all ages. This is, Th- this is man penis. You can't just be grabbing yeah, that. It's not yours. That is not how you give a proper handshake. You have to be this tall in order to ride this ride. Without shoes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man. You know, and it's the conversations like this I kind of miss. And I'm hoping that um, our, our, our next interview or, or guest spot, and we'll, we'll do something with somebody like this. I'm hoping that. Um, I did try to reach out and make a connection to one of my old bosses um, from the, the male troop that I was with for a couple of years. 
Um, I found him on Facebook. I did put a connection in there. I'm hoping that he'll hear this podcast and go, holy shit, smooth. And he'll connect with me. To, to is it, is it a boss that was my boss as well? No, no, oh, no. I want to be, oh, I miss, I miss him. I know, dude. I, you know, I know his full name. I'm maybe I'll see if I can track him down. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, guys. Aaron, Big D, Jay. Hey. Yeah, this was a lot of fun. This was um, fun. I hope everybody likes this sort of a roundtable discussion slash interview. Yeah. Uh, it was a lot of fun. We're just kind of rolling into it, feeling out things. I think we should do it every once in a while. Yeah. It's kind of just like yeah. a bonus thing. I think. I think this bonus little track is a lot of fun. Um, so if you're listening and you like what you're hearing, give us a review, give us some feedback. Let us know what you like, what you don't like. Keep in mind that we're on Facebook. So go ahead and join us over there and let, make your comments known. Become part of the community. We can use you. Absolutely. Thank you guys. And we'll see you next on stage one. Bye everyone.